On this week's episode of Dollars by the Pound, we catch up with an old friend on some shows that have passed. The Orange Goblin that is Donald Trump and Hotep Kings. Plus, we talk about the Cash Me Outside and Rachel Dozell and Toyota Lasagna. I mean, Tommy Laren grace our tools list. I am Essence Stewart. John Ross. Victor Bird. And we're missing Hannah Berry George. And we are Hi, Hannah. Dollars by the Pound. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. But that's a nigga with some counterfeits. But now I'm counting this. Alright, so welcome guys, and today we oh. have a guest with us. Another special guest, another one. Allow him to introduce himself. His My name, name is, is Victor. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we all stopped and let it happen. Right. I was like, who's going to say it? Yeah. No, thanks uh, for having me, guys. Thanks for coming. Little known fact, this is Victor... And my second time meeting, we finally figured we it figured out. We figured out where it happened. Yeah. It took about thirty minutes. It didn't yeah. take that long. Oh, 15, 10, 15 minutes. It was not thirty concentrated. Not thirty. Minutes. Minutes. Not concentrated minutes. minutes. Yeah, but from the elapsed time. Yeah. The elapsed we all time. Met before. Like, <laughs> we met before. Uh, we, it was at our missing host Hannah Berry George's birthday party. Shout out uh, to Hannah. No, was it your birthday party? No, it was Hannah's, it was birthday, Hannah's birthday party. party. And, um, I was like, I was like, Hold on. Blanca in Brooklyn. Yeah. I was like, it was a birthday party because I was there. Oh, I was at the dinner before. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 because... <laughs> the time yeah. is still That, lasting. okay, because before <laughs> that, we went out into the world to... Uh, I, we, that was when I did my first open mic. Oh, that's right. Getting ready for the first show. Mm-hmm. So, that's right. Which I you, think that's you, yeah, you did a great job. That was too. a great Thank show. You. Thank I you. I couldn't so even much. tell it was your first open mic. No, I, oh, at the mic? Yeah, she did her first mic. Oh, okay. I was oh, going to yeah, say, because yeah. I didn't see the mic, but I was yeah. like, at the show. I, I oh, no, she t- definitely killed. I, she killed, but I was like, I, watching the show, if I had not known you, I'd been like, oh, Essence does this. Right. This is the thing she does. Yeah. Oh, like, that's she, good. Uh, she really does this. Like You commanded the space. Yeah. That's that's good. I guess I just You're a natural. You're a natural. But because I did that open mic, then I did one other open mic, and then I was like, shit. I don't know if you saw me, but like a sheet of like two sheets of paper. It was like it was just small paragraphs and stuff, and I'm like, let me see what she talk about. Let me look at my notes. I I definitely have a theory about you that there are three of you. Because every time like I see like you're doing something else, like literally like from I think I talked to you the next day after your show and you were like, Yeah, we're doing another show, it's the guys version and blah 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 and like you already had things mapped out. Like so I just feel like there's four of you. There are. She's like, you ever, do you watch Orphan Black? I don't. No. She, you are Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black. I have to watch that now. She plays nine different characters that I yeah, know of, yeah, and yeah. she does them all like it's real good because she does them all with like a very distinct like. Oh, I can see this fully fleshed character yeah, yeah. in all your behavior. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, yeah. That. If I followed you around like we did, we yeah. did an open mic, then you did your show, and yeah. then like we had improv practice, and now we're here. Like, oh yeah, he joined. John coached us before. He joined. Um, you joined the team. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You guys need a coach. Like, you know, hit me up. Yes, I'll hit you <laughs> up. I'm looking, to... I'm looking to coach some more. Okay, I'll have to um, send Sean that note that we need a coach. I'll do that. Yeah, now. I'll I'll sub coach or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the, Essence 2 takes over. <laughs> uh, business Essence Online. Uh, Victor, tell us a little bit about more about yourself. Um, so I am a trap activist. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. My, I literally made that shit up this week. Nope. My best friend is going to love you. <laughs> I am. I am an Should activist. Should that be a trap activist? I've been calling myself a trap activist. Yeah. I'm down for that. You yeah. should go ahead and get a shirt for that. I'm a trap. I'm a trap activist. Um... I um, 
you know, got a little college education. I'll be reading and writing and doing arithmetic. Don't tell um, my folks. Huh? Don't no, no, no. It's, it's, not, it's not good to be educated right now. So that's why I'm a trap activist. Um, but yeah, you know, just moving around the city. You know, I believe New York City, you can't be a one-trick uh, pony. Mm-hmm. So I, I am, I'm doing everything that you guys are doing and just loving, you know, obviously your podcast and <clears throat> Rock With Essence now for about, what, two years now? Probably yeah, so. Yeah, we got, we got two years in the game, so... Yeah, I'm just... Is it 4th of July? Yeah, Ava Renee. Ava Renee Michelle. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So, yeah, man, just thank you guys for bringing me on, and I am excited to talk about our discussions and, and topics today. Thank you for being here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on this nasty New York day. God, is nasty. It's, it's nasty. I hope when we air this, like, it's the most beautiful day ever. Beautiful. Yeah. So, like... The listeners can be like, I don't know what they're talking about. This is, <laughs> it is great. If you've never been in New York and it's rained, um, then you are missing out on this wonderful bouquet of piss and <laughs> and bum ass. Uh, yep, an aroma. Yeah, it it is. Uh, it's, yeah. it's it's uh, it's what what would be the right pug pug. Pugnant. Pugnant. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you can you can you can taste it. There oh. are notes of <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, notes of uh, lilac buried under uh, right. dog yeah. fecal matter. You, yeah, you always have or to human. give it that. You know, or human. Yeah, yeah, God. yeah. Human burnt human flesh hair <laughs> and like the crumbs. That are under like that those brick oven pizza, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and unanswered prayers and broken promises. Yeah, <laughs> desperation, yeah, desperation, tons of desperation. <laughs> so that's what it smells like. Tons of desperation. Yeah. Um, we, we hope you you smell that through the podcast. <laughs> Get all that good yeah. aroma. If we didn't describe it well enough, come to New York, right. visit us. Yeah, uh, and, and it's about to be this for like a month. <sighs> this is always that time of year. It is. I I kind of like I like New York. I like New York spring and fall. Okay. Because it's not too hot or cold. All three days of it? All three days of it. (laughs) All three days days are amazing. Look, we may only get three days, but it's the best three days of the year. Yeah. Uh, Not like summer... Summer in New York for some reason gets more sticky than summer in yeah. like Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. I and I was confused about that. I was about that when I moved here. I yeah. was like, why does it feel like I'm still in the South? Well, yeah. it's, it's industrial heat. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels like yeah. like the, those plastic covers on DVDs, those bullet. It feels like those yeah. stuck to like things. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's probably yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. Because I'm like, it is. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. You stick to everything. You don't want anybody to touch you. Yeah. If lovemaking happens, it's begrudgingly. <laughs> begrudgingly, and then there's a, there's a cold shower. Immediately. All right, let's uh-huh. do it. Guess we're gonna. We can't do it. We don't have central air. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta wait till we gotta wait till it turns <laughs> dark. <laughs> right. the bay must have AC. Oh, that's a good requirement. <laughs> mm. I feel like I dated a girl. Once, just because I had AC. Yeah. Wait. She dated me because I had AC. I didn't date her because I I had AC. I was gonna ask something. I dated this girl one time because I had AC. (laughs) It was a crazy summer, guys. Go on. (laughs) Listening. (laughs) Listening. I remember I I was with this girl um, many moons ago, but I remember she had like. You know, like when you pull up that first sheet off the thing, and there's that plastic over the uh, over the mattress. Over the mattress, <laughs> we ended up having sex, and you all you felt was your skin uh, on that plastic. Oh, that! Oh. And like every time your skin came off, you feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Ugh. No, thank the you. Old <laughs> no, thank the old you. suction cup. The old suction cup. She boy. got me. Um, um. So, did anyone? Well, I think we all. Anyone out there in the world? See. Uh. Speaking of no chill. Like Angela Rye? Yeah. yeah. Nice segue. Nice segue. I like that segue. Oh, okay. Actually, no. I really like that segue. Uh-huh. I see where you went. I see where you went. I see that. what you did. I there. see what you did, and I am both proud <laughs> and slow clapping. Right, right. Yeah. A meets C. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, she, and she opened her, you know, her part of the conversation with speaking of no chill. Yeah. Uh, so she was on CNN, mm-hmm. and the young lady, her name escapes me, who was speaking before. It don't matter. Who cares what she said? <clears throat> but well, it doesn't matter what she said because basically, well, because the whole conversation was them talking about like, oh man, how did all this this Trump business of him being like, man, Obama wiretapped me? Yeah. How did that happen? And then where's all the evidence? Right. Damn. I think right. one of, one of my favorite things is that this did happen on Anderson Cooper's show. Which like Very true. I really like Anderson Cooper. Like he's got flaws, of course, but does he? I, he does. <laughs> he may be the silver fox, but I'm sure he's got. I'm sure Kathy Griffin knows his flaws. <laughs> uh, no, him watching was probably one of my like. In watching the video, him like watching from the sidelines is probably one of my favorite things because he'll he'll like let people finish their point and be like, okay, now respond to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he definitely moderates really well. Yeah, no, n- nothing is sort of left on the floor. No, and, and Angela Rye doesn't let you leave. Yeah, no. I love <laughs> yeah. that she's just like, yeah, I'm on CNN, but hold on, go ahead and catch this read from yeah. <laughs> she. She she drags people. She 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 wants all your edges. Yeah, so <laughs> she got them all. As they were speaking on, you know, they don't understand. They don't understand. And she comes in speaking of no chill, and she's basically saying, you know, that her problem is is that. He, he he insists on talking about things that don't matter. He mm-hmm. wants to accuse President Obama of tapping your, or he said he wiretap with two P's with no E-D on the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump Tower, whatever, whatever, and there's no evidence, but he's not getting on Twitter and talking about all these missing black girls in DC. He's not talking about the white supremacist who came to New York and killed a black man just because he was black. These are all things. And mistakenly killed a homeless person when his intent was to kill. What he said was he wanted to kill an educated black man. So how do you look at a black person and tell if they're educated or not? Apparently, but just because he's homeless, he doesn't, doesn't mean he's, he was. He could be homeless and educated yeah. because if you have a swell bottle, yeah, I mean, and, but he's so worried about getting Muslims yeah. out and building a wall so Mexican people can stay out. Talking about terrorists, yeah, your homeboy the terrorist, yeah, you are I, domestic terrorist, yeah. And I just love that she just pulled out. She was like, you know. If this had been on the Obama administration, basically, we wouldn't get it. We wouldn't never stop hearing about. Yeah, I think my issue with all of this is, like, somewhere around two thousand one, um, with you know terrorism being on the rise and us dealing with nine eleven, it felt as if the government was driving the news. Yeah, and then mm. everything was about what the government said, and it seems like the integrity of journalism just took a back seat to whatever the public sentiment was. Right, and it feels like now 
it's still somewhat of the same thing. Like Donald Trump tells you where your your story is going to be. Oh, Obama tapped my news. Now we have to spend a week talking about you know these suppositions and all these things, and then come to find out, oh no, that was that wasn't even a thing. I yeah. like how Angela Rye brought it back to be like, listen, I'm not going to let you be the carrot anymore. I'm going to be the stick. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, like there are black girls dying. There was a racist that came to you know New York and killed a, a black man. She brought it back to the you know being about the story and not just about the hype yeah. that to me was what I was impressed with yeah uh, and what was uh, in watching her do that like their whole their first attempt was like their first response was like oh but like didn't you hear the points that we just made about this thing that doesn't matter yeah. right it was like, and she was like no not like yeah I did and none of that matters yeah. right. you yeah. just said it didn't matter and yeah. I'm agreeing yeah. that it doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter. Yeah. but here are uh, some things that do matter that your president and I love how she said your president and homegirl's like he's your president too she was like well, that, that, that's well a, that, I haven't claimed him yet that's a big sticking point for people and they yeah. they don't the ridicule that Barack Obama endured during his presidency seems to have been lost on you know commentators and, and news and media. It's like the same thing you were saying and other pundits were saying during Obama's presidency. Now someone else says the same thing and you're like, oh, that's unpatriotic. Well, where was that same sentiment? Yeah. As she said. Well, I mean, you know, Obama was black, so, you know. No, cool. no, no, no. He was Muslim. Because Muslim is a race. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah, Muslim. He yeah. was Muslim. Obama was Muslim, so you and know. And Kenyan. You know, he wasn't even born here. Wasn't even born, born here. here. I don't even know how that happened. Right. Yikes. Yeah. So. Well, I, he had to be the Kenyan Muslim yeah. black Jesus, basically. He did. Yeah. He couldn't do any oh, role, oh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, what yeah. she said. Yeah, he yeah. pretty much had to be the next best thing to Jesus. Yeah. He could and, do any role. You know, and he, he came, he was here in office eight years, did not have one scandal. Yeah. We had not nary, you know, <laughs> underhanded anything come out about him. Yeah. And now <laughs> I'm watching you set up your picnic table. <laughs> and now <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Not only did he have no scandals, Donald Trump had like seven scandals. Before he even before he even took office. I mean seven when is When I say seven, I was like I'm talking about the ones we had like actual hard proof on that we could prove like and very that's even easily. seventy. That's uh, what yeah, I don't understand. So so um I don't know do you guys know Ta Nehisi Coates? Uh the, between the world and me, the guy that was the author, he's a. Oh, I heard the book, but yeah. the name. So anyway, he's a really good author, um, and uh, he talks about just racism. One of the things that he said is racism can be fine, like racism can be defined like this: the steps that it takes for a person of color in this country may take twelve. For a white person, they can leap over all those steps in a single bound. And that's when you look at Obama's presidency, right? This person that has not one, but two Ivy League degrees, right? Mm -hmm. Donald Trump. um, Does he have a degree? I don't think he he, does. Yeah, he graduated from uh, Penn. Ah. He graduated or his dad paid the money for him (laughs) to matriculate? Right, exactly. I mean, we we can talk about books, right? right? Same thing. Yeah. And and it's the same thing. What it took for this black man to have all this education, to be a senator from Chicago, to be a community, uh, you know, a, a community service uh, person in the in the city of Chicago, then to come here to work in in you know D.C. and do all those things, all it took for Donald Trump was to be rich and white and a man. Yeah, and you can skip over all that. <laughs> that was oh, his yeah. whole life, though. That was yeah. that was another good point Angela brought up. Is like, and this is a thing that happens not just in politics, but like especially in the entertainment industry. Like white 
white dudes are basically allowed to fail as often as it'll take. Oh my god! Like, mm-hmm. I watched I watched this video today. This YouTube where a white guy like you, they got in the car and this white dude was a rapper and he dressed up as a nerd. I don't know if you saw this mm-hmm. and he just was like spitting bars and I was like, yo, he sounds like everybody. Yeah, like Most they, of them I, I was I was not, I mean I was, I get it. He could, he said things. It was you know. He had the iambic pentameter, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was like, I get it. You're saying things on the two and the four. Awesome. But, you know what I mean? Like, everyone does that. It's like when you hear, you know, and no offense, like, there are some white girls that are just basic out there, but because they're white, yeah. they get up and sing, and you be looking yeah. like, everyone in my church sounds like that. Yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why fucking, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, about the bar being low, like, you know, like you said, like, in the industry, you just... You hear people and you're like, I don't get it. Why, why, why is Iggy Azalea? What? You know why she's a thing? Because people think she has an ass. I think if she didn't have an ass, or if people didn't she think she ass had, actual- if she if, <laughs> if if her real ass came out, like <laughs> if, it, if it made an appearance, if it made an appearance, because remember people stopped fucking with Miley for a second after what was oh, that the VMA that nasty oh. turkey yeah. meat ass. <laughs> I still fuck with Miley because yeah, I like her. She's say. fun, yeah. and you know she try to be woke. She try. Yeah, I, I give her. I give I'd her. rather you go back to sleep. I like Malik. <laughs> I didn't need to see her trying to twerk, but Ugh. I like Malik. She's not woke, but she tries. She that second album was ass. Fake woke is the worst shit ever. Mm-hmm. Is it? It is. The whole tepness and fake wokeness. See, whole tep is different. Oh no no yeah, oh no! I I put them all in the same. Right. They can I, all yeah, get on the same whole boat. Whole tep is, is, is on that borderline of like who fake wants, woke. Who wants to explain what whole tep is for our audience um, that might not know? Yikes! How can I explain whole tep? Because I kind of feel like it's one of those <laughs> things. Either you get it, it or you don't. Whole tep is like if I like had if I like wore like my kente head all the time nah. and I smell like incense <laughs> and <right>. everything. <laughs> I always take it like the dude that just came home from prison that yeah. was like in the black Muslim like a, brotherhood. Right, like he like a five percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everything you want to like. Excuse me my queen. Yeah. No need to offend you. Yeah. But I, I just wanted to say you that you're saying? not living your best queen life what <laughs> you should your, your natural hair is, is your crown yeah like, what I, what why about, you gotta get why you gotta straighten your head like yeah no nah, i just like it straight that's all guys yeah no nah, you, you don't understand perform. what you really doing is the white man the chemicals that are inside my the brother <laughs> is hotel the 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 dudes in purple that stand around oh you're talking about are you talking about the black jews yeah yeah no no no, no, that, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean now there is some uh, of them are uh, there, there there's is, an element to right, hotelness right, right exactly there is uh a little bit of je ne sais quoi hotepness <laughs> that lives within them. but yeah but that that whole this whole woke movement yeah it's like I don't know and, and I don't want to get on talk but it's like that whole idea I was like yeah we knew this you're not telling us anything we didn't know but it's that idea of being deep it's like That's, the guys the poetry guys yes. like when that movement was happening I was like I think he just wants to get some ass. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he just is saying it yeah it's like uh, it, did, did y'all watch uh, Chappelle's SNL Yes. yes. Remember yes. the yes. very first sketch, the election night, yeah. when it was him just sitting there and all like all the white characters were like, "Oh man, how is this happening? This can't be real." And Dave's just like, "Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah." But and then is. Chris Rock came. Really? Yeah. Y'all are surprised? Exactly. We've been <laughs> we've been living with this for for a long time, right. for forever. Is, yeah. And so like this whole woke movement, I'm just like. Mm. I, mean, I, I think we knew this. Fake wokeness is very very bad, and it's trendy. It is trendy. Did y'all? I guess we can talk about it. Did y'all see the uh, DCM poster shenanigans? The, the what? The DNC? D- DCM, the Del Close Marathon 
No. Uh, for, so no. you guys know about the UCB? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So UCB's yearly festival that they do every summer Upright Citizens Brigade for those. Yes, yeah, sorry. Upright <laughs> Citizens Brigade. Uh, famous theater. Famous comedy. Improv. Improv and sketch theater. All your York. SNL favorites probably came from there. Uh, yeah. Definitely founded it. Um, but they... They, the, the theme this year for the festival was diversity, of course, mm-hmm. um, which I applaud the theme. The poster that came out was a poster. <laughs> the same poster that came from uh, Trump's White House meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. Not that. It was, it was bad, but not that bad. Mm-hmm. But the poster came out, and it was basically a picture of, so, Del Close, who's, like, considered by many the father of uh, modern-day long-form improv, uh, it's his face on a mountainside, and on top of the mountain, there's people celebrating. You see, like, women and minorities and uh, LGBT people and everything celebrating, and there's people climbing the mountain that is his face. And in the skyline, in the background, it says, The Wokening. Mm. Yeah. Uh, is that, yeah. Okay. Uh. Do, uh, do DCM 19 poster. Um, but... That's the that's the poster that came out, and when as soon as it came out, pretty much everyone was like, "Really?" It, like, oh, that's the sixteen poster. Let me see if I can find it. But um, here's the thing. Oh, that might be it in the back. No, no that's not, not it. It's it's only digital right now. They might have. It's they possible may've. they took it down. See, here's um, the thing about that. It. Stuff like that is always interesting to me because it's kind of like, how did it make it? <laughs> To being published. Before we get there, let me go back a little bit. Del Close is kind of like he's no he's known to be very misogynist and very racist. Uh, oh, that almost there it is. Oh, I did. That's the okay. poster. Yeah. So you got the diversity people, the diverse group on top, people climbing to get to that point, um, and the wokening in the background. It. Uh, they. I think they're fixed right now. From the statement, they released a statement on it after. But before they released the statement, people were basically like, they were asking that question. But the the on top of that, the the question of how did this get made, essentially. But on top of asking all that, Del Close is like a known misogynist. I think he only thinks that Amy or only thought that Amy Poehler and Tina Fey were like the two only women that could be funny, essentially, because um, they were essentially were students of his, mm-hmm. and he had like he didn't really help people of color too much um i don't know his views on the lgbt community i wouldn't be surprised if they were also pretty bigoted but a lot of people were like oh yeah this known bigot this known uh misogynist racist like and and you want to make like his face in the background of this poster that's weird and people were like there it's it's that it's the whole it goes back to kind of like uh matt god damn it what's his name it's uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Yeah, I said Matt Damon. Damon. I was like, yeah. that's Matt how they talk about Matt Damon. Matt Damon's <laughs> whole argument of like, oh, being oh, people diversity. in front of the camera, that's when you, that's when diversity matters. It's like, what no. What was so ironic? He was talking to a black woman saying who, that. Produ- who, like, yes. It was like, no, that's not, you dummy. That's not how that works. But it's like, it's clear that no one was in, it, it seems that no people of, there were not as many checks as there should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one was in there being able to say like, "Hey, uh, maybe we shouldn't do this," <clears throat> which, or those which voices even, weren't listened. But which to. even go, I th- and I, I would even argue like your former point of like, th- I don't think there's enough people of color 
in the writing rooms, in the brainstorming sessions, which is why when these things go out, we're all like, how did this happen? Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just looking at the two of you, like, I don't even know both of your CVs, but I can imagine that you guys have a ton of, you know, just thought and insight into all these intricacies. And you guys would have been in this medium and like, wait. <clears throat> Hold up. Yeah, I've been like, the Wokening. What does right. that mean? Um, can we just pause? You know what I mean? And, and that's the problem right now is that all these voices, which... Um, just a sidetrack is like what I liked about the movie Get Out. It felt like Essence. Did you see Get Out yet? I did. Oh my gosh! Finally, <laughs> we can talk about it. <laughs> I did. You know what? I feel like uh, I saw it like right after we talked about it. Oh, it's so good. Because I always went into the middle of the night on my own. Like I had a show. It was like good. There's eight fifteen show. I'm gonna go see it right now. But yeah. yeah, it's such. But a good but movie. it Sorry. it feels no no no. <laughs> but it just felt like. And that's the thing. When our voices are included, we have a much better experience. And not just for us, yeah. right? Because the the people of color, the black and brown people of this country, like, it, we're Americans. Yep. And our story is your story. Yep. And sometimes we look at, you know, these, which is propaganda, right? It, it's just a piece of propaganda. It, it's a piece of advertisement. Mm-hmm. We look at these things and we're like, this isn't the story, right? right? You shouldn't, this is not what, what should be going out into the world. This is not the story we want to be telling. And yeah, it just feels like there's a lack of us in writing rooms, in, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. in, in these think sessions. Um, you can't tell me that we haven't met, you know, even even within your show. Like, how many talented people, uh, women, do you come across that you always like, oh, I, I want to put you in my show, but there's just too many. You know what I mean? Like, you can't That's even fit them in your show. <laughs> and, but yet, there seems to, like when it comes to the UCBs and, you know, the pit and all these other places, it's like we have to fight for these three spaces. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even in, in you know, I'm a former actor and, and just like going to audition, it's like it's one line you're reading for. Yep. And it's like, everyone is 20 people here reading for one line and we're just the 20 that made it yeah you know what i mean yeah, mm. yeah. Ooh, this is a lot <laughs> yeah mm. which you know and you know talking about appropriation like you brought up the rachel dolezal oh man i'm surprised yeah. <laughs> is she homeless well she's this at one point it was like she was about to be homeless i think her and the catch me outside girl teamed up <laughs> <laughs> they should do a, oh my they god they should drop a mixtape if they dropped a mixtape that'd be the i i might even buy it I might buy it. <laughs> I feel like just just to hear it. I feel like that could, I could write that song. <laughs> I could write that song for them. I How feel about like that? How about that? Didn't they, didn't someone make a song from her sample? I feel like they just well, like Well, I know that she did like a reasons. song with is it 21 Savage or Kodak Black? One did of them. she? Yeah, she one yeah. of them paid her to do a song and yeah, it you know She's put, she first of all I actually saw her on Dr. Phil. Yeah. Oh, you were watching the episode live when it happened. But the then, <laughs> all of a sudden, it came, it like it resurfaced. It's almost like somebody saw a rerun of the episode, yeah. and I was like, why is this on social media? You know, so it was like, like that one person to catch a meme. Right, it yeah. was like somebody caught it, and it started circulating, and then all of a sudden, she's infamous, yeah. as he said. But if you listen to her mother talk, and then you listen to her. She put on her best black scent. And it's like she, what she think Look. the little hood girls, little yeah. black hood girls sound like, or whatever, whoever she call herself impersonating. <laughs> and, but if I got on TV and acted like that, yeah. I'd be a hood booger. Yeah. Paul, Paul Mooney said the most real shit on Dave Chappelle, and nobody oh, gives any attention. Everybody want to be a nigga, don't nobody want to be a nigga. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, Black like, man is the most. Black culture is the most imitated culture across the listen, board. Listen, yeah. 
I, and I've said something similar. Everybody loves black shit, but don't nobody want to be black. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants to be black. They, I want to put on my black scent. I want to put on my black lips. I want to put on my black cornrows. I want to do all of this get stuff. Get the black ass. But, get the black hair. Right. But then I don't want to have to deal with the rest of that shit. And you don't have to. Why? Because when you go to your natural voice... And when you take out your cornrows your and your bamboo, your, <laughs> right, your bamboo earrings, at least two pairs, at least two pairs, <laughs> and whatever else you have put on to put yourself into the culture, um, you know what I said. Black culture is way more popular than actually being black. Once you do all of that, yeah, um, you don't have to worry about because no matter what I do, if I dress like a nun, I'm still a black nun. Yeah. I, so. I, and, and here's here's my stance on it. I am not mad for people pimping the game, right? I the the game is what it is. Yeah. Right. I just say that when these people like the Catch Me Outside girl, I feel like she should get hood text. At some point, <laughs> she should be somewhere, and she should be she should get all the stuff we had to go through. She like how many times? I mean, I don't know y'all life, but did you ever almost get jumped or get jumped? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. She need to get chin checked. Somebody. So she needs to get hood, hood checked. If you check. want to experience the life of the hood, then at to, some point you, you need to be taxed. You need yeah. to go through a hood hood course. Oh, hood orientation. Yeah, hood orientation. Oh my god. That's hood another. Let's, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so if this, if this is the life you want then we need to take you through the proper appropriate courses. Because otherwise, it's like, yeah, how do you get a diploma if you didn't go through four years? You just walk away with the diploma. Right. You came like back. Trump. You came back. Honor, got an honorary degree. Yeah. Right. That no, you stole an honorary degree, right. degree that nobody I, gave yeah. to you. Yeah, that's uh, it's so it's so. And then this fool, I don't identify as African American. I yeah. identify as black. This is Rachel. And do you? So what's the hood text? I feel like she should get like two baby daddies. Like you just <laughs> <laughs> right. Like <laughs> you get out of that. Like I, it, where's the ain't shit black man that you went through to have that life? Right? So that's, that's, (laughs) see, and that's, I don't identify as African-American, I identify as black. Okay. I could say I don't identify as African-American too, because I ain't never been to Africa. Right. So, but. I I went and they told me I I was white. (laughs) (laughs) I I went and they said I had to go. Yeah, I went to Africa and they were like, oh, you are a white man. And I was like, when you say white, I was like, what does this one mean? Right, right. Because I was like, here, here I was in America. You know, here but, I was thinking, right. whole time NYPD right. was no. harassing me. But that's so how I came thing. back and I told him. <clears throat> but it, but it's interesting because I think you bring up a, a thing. Even blackness um, is is really painting with a broad stroke. African Americanness, this thing that we've created here in America, is what is sold worldwide, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's not even. Nobody, nobody's saying that they want to, you know, God, I love my Nigerians and my Ghanaians and everybody else, you know, my people from Togo and all that shit. But it's what we've created here in African America. We, we, we didn't even have lemons, right? We had chitlin scraps and we made this culture. Mm-hmm. And now it is what is sold across the world. Yep. It's mm-hmm. so beautiful to be this. And all I'm saying is, if you really want this, then yeah, like, you know, people talk about, like, can I bring you to the, who are you going to bring to the barbecue and all that shit? Listen. The barbecue is much later in life. You got to know the etiquette. You can't just come to the barbecue. Right. You didn't get bored yeah. and then show up at the barbecue. Exactly. You got to, you you know you got whooped before you know before you, you got ever to got to the barbecue because it right. was like don't embarrass me because I'm gonna embarrass you before you embarrass me. And that's all I'm saying. They they need a little bit. They need some tutorials. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I just read there earlier this month. It was revealed that 39, the 39 year old had legally changed her name to Nechi Amare Diallo. Yes, sister. Yes, queen. Meaning gift of God <laughs> in the West African. Yes, queen. Really? Igbo my really? My milk of Because she feels like she's part of the pan-African diaspora. Mm-hmm. Listen. And it's amazing. She this wants to sell amazing. books. And I don't even look at the... I, I, I don't even think this is something she's doing out of authenticity. I think at this point, she's like... I'm just going to milk, milk this for all I can. And just like we talked about earlier with Donald Trump, right? This is not the story. No. Right? We we will continue to give the Rachel Dolezal and the Cash Me Outside girl and whoever else steps up next. But think about a black man. Like the, we talked about the guy from Atlanta, right? The one that portrayed the I'm a 36-year-old white man. Yeah. If that was someone that, so that was real, would he even be getting this media attention? No. Absolutely would. not. He wouldn't because it, it they we can't milk that story. I learned uh, I was a thirty six year old white man, <laughs> right? And that's when I knew. That's right. I know it wasn't the dude on the bus. They did like a whole real news yeah, segment. Yeah, on yeah. It. it was like it was like maybe you episode need to go back six and watch of Atlanta. Episodes. Okay, yeah, I I, I fell off. Do you remember? Uh, I'm maybe a little bit older than you guys. Do you remember Soul Man? Soul Man. Uh, in with, my soul. Yeah, man. I watched this. Yeah. The, the oh song, right? wait, it was a movie. Oh, okay. So Who was mo- in the movie? Uh, I can't think. I'll have to look it up. But um, basically, yeah, the gist of the movie went like this. A white man yes. uh, dyed his skin, <sighs> colored it, tanned his skin, um, to get a scholarship to be a black man at Harvard, I think. Yep. And what's funny is that recently actually just happened. I what? do remember yeah. that. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. That shit was That was 86. So- yeah. And so, teen film comedy. Yeah, what, what's crazy is life repeats itself, right? This shit isn't new. Nothing is new under the sun. <laughs> right? You know it's what I mean? just amazing that people are still thinking it's okay. Yeah. What amazes me about America is like, <laughs> I was reading an article, or a friend told me about an article about how America's like, in, its, in, in, in terms of history, America is no longer in its infancy. There's no more like land to discover. Mm-hmm. We're we're now in our teenage years mm-hmm. and coming into adolescence. <laughs> it was an art. It was just an article like talking about how like based on like how old other the countries country. gotcha. are, and other systems of yeah. government are, where we are in comparison. And it's interesting to me that like it seems kind of not fully, but like other countries, like in particular looking at England, mm-hmm. like has kind of learned England's still pretty racist they still got a lot of bad shit Mm -hmm. but like they've kind of gotten far enough where they can fake it well enough Uh, I don't even think they fake I just think it's about your PR yeah yeah it's about the PR for your country like you know think about like you know that's fair because we're not over there yeah so it could be it could be it's probably pretty I went to go visit my friend (laughs) at Oxford and got called a monkey in the middle of the street well (laughs) I take it back England you fucked up there it is you know what I mean you fucked it up so nobody throwing hands in England yeah I mean but honestly I wasn't mad at him because I was like you're a raw racist. Like it's like you know, 
Mexican Coca Cola versus what we get. It's like I was drinking <laughs> the Mexican racist cola of racism. I was like, I'm not even mad at you. Um, it's what you grew up with. But yeah, it's it's your PR. Like you know, that's fair. When you go to Haiti, what is your vision of Haiti? What do you think about Haiti? It's poor. It's desolate. It's you know, everyone there is you know with no shoes on. You know, sludging through the mud trying to get a meal in some sort of tent city. You go to uh, some certain parts of Haiti, like it's beautiful. It's, yeah, you know what I mean. But it's the PR. England just has a really good, good. PR firm that projects about <laughs> what England is. You go there, you know, and it's a very different reality. We need and to I'm fire giving a shout PR. out to your PR firm. <laughs> <laughs> what like think about you know Brooklyn? I tell people I live in Brooklyn. They're Brooklyn's like, Ooh. amazing. You, you know, like is it safe at night? I'm Brooklyn like, Brooklyn is very safe. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm like. like Safer than what? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that shit the same right. to me. Think about like uh, Chicago. Yeah. You know Chicago what I mean? Chicago, that their PR is not good right it's not now. Not good. Right. Chirac. You know, it's like that's what people's perception is. But you know, I'm I'm three hours uh, north of uh, Chicago, and I went there all the time, and I love. I've never been afraid to go to Chicago. I love Chicago. The two times I visited Chicago, I loved it. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I immediately didn't understand. I was like. What's so crimeful about this city? <laughs> right, right, right. What a crime you say? Crime you say? Right. It's beautiful. Right. I was at the Bean today. <laughs> Show me these drugs you speak yeah. of. Uh, I'm gonna go to a taste of Chicago. I, I trusted Kanye for way too long about Chicago. It's like, we, oh, Kanye told me about it. I don't need to go. Yeah, we should have yeah. trusted Kanye right. at all. First Kanye. Look, oh. Kanye has gone through many Kanye stages. Okay. <laughs> we're we're at Kanye 6.0. Okay, right. he's he's back. I missed the old Kanye. He, he's back. <laughs> Straight from the gold. Everybody, oh Kanye missed the old Kanye. Yeah, old Kanye missed. I himself. will say that I I I've, I like this last album. Um, the uh, Life, Life of Pablo. I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a difference between studio Kanye and, and persona Kanye. Yeah. Well, when you st- when he steps outside the yeah. studio. Oh, definitely. Uh, Inside did. the studio, he's to be trusted yeah. always. Outside the studio, it's like. Maybe we shouldn't cross the street when the lights not changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No. I just knew that when he died, his hair blonde. I was like, that was wild. That was that was straight up. That was straight up some shit out of Get Out. Blade. That's what we doing. <laughs> um, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> right. Right. There's so many people before him that have. I mean, we we. I think I had this conversation with somebody else. We decided not to count Cisco. <gasps> Why not? Because it's just part of his 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 whole get up. Cisco might dye his tongue blonde if he could. I was say right, because then he used the blonde <laughs> hair to dye his hair other colors, like silver and everything. So I'm like, I don't think his blonde hair has. has Cisco has always looked nasty to me. He's just slightly flamboyant Wait, anyway. He was friends with uh Kim Jong Il, Un, yeah. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. 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 Not not. Cisco. Oh, Cisco. I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, I, I got I confused. I follow you. When you said blonde hair. I was like, man, he was gone. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. But he was he was married to Lisa Ray. Cisco. Cisco. All mm-hmm. right. Lisa. Ray. Look, Cisco. Uh, Diamond. Cisco gave us Players Club. The Brat Sister. Yes. When? They were married. Child? I think they have a kid together. I'm gonna have to Google that later. <laughs> but I know all the I know lots of random facts but about yeah. that will nothing will never ever give me any sort of like problem. Look, trivia night, you're showing up. up. Oh my god, I wanna do a trivia night, but that's we'll talk about that later. All right. All right. Well, Rachel, I'm still I'm still discussing with her, so we're gonna go ahead and move on and, and we're gonna go her at the top. I bet you she got uh, the bomb bundles. Of the tools. The tools, huh? <laughs> I bet you she got some bomb bundles though. Wasn't that? Wasn't she selling like hair? Like Kanekalon? Like bundles, hair. Oh, like wefted hair, like what? traps. Yeah. She looked like she sell Kanekalon on them I, I box braids she has. <laughs> I'm learning a new word, Kanekalon. 
Okay. It's a, it's a brand of uh, synthetic hair. You Is that like Yaki? Well, no. Well, I, I don't know if Connectalon comes in Yaki, but it's a, when people have like box braids, okay. a lot of time they use like this brand called Connectalon. It's like mm. synthetic hair that you can put a light like match to. I feel like I've that rap song before. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> that's not like an old white man. I, heard, I feel like yeah, I heard that like like rap song. you say. I think I heard one, one of the little colored kids on my block talk about that. So she's going in the top of the tool? Tool. Yeah, so we have this we have this segment called Top Tools, Ooh. who are the people who just kind of using like the white up. what the white people were like. You're a tool, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. It's the first time I heard it in college, so I just, just associated with white people. No, That's okay. fair. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. Okay, so she's at the top of the tool. She's at the top of the tool list. I think a good close second one is uh, Joe Walsh. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, he he's the one that. Uh, mm. Yes. What tried he, to come what for he Angela. Yeah, he tried to come for Angela Rye about her comments and then apologized and then got dragged. He jumped all in her daggum mentions. First of all, don't get any somebody's mentions if you're not going to use the proper pronoun. <sighs> so it goes so deep. But basically, it started with him tweeting a link from an article that quoted was like CNN's Angela Rye. Um, Obama had to had to be the next best thing to Jesus. Oh. He jumped in um, and quoted it. Barack Obama was Jesus and tried to get to her. Uh, you shouldn't worship a politician and all this stuff. And she was yeah. like, first of all, Bruh. your listening skills <laughs> whack. Your comprehension skills whack. Yeah. Don Cheadle even jumped in and was like, you're a fool because he used Y O U R and not Y O U apostrophe R E. Kamal Bell jumped in. Uh, uh, what yeah. did Kamal say? Kamal said, uh, "Oh, is this?" Uh, did Joe Walsh think this was the day to come for, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. to come for black women? Yep. Yes. Then he apologized for, oh, I misunderstood what you said. No, you can't read. You were just ready to jump in and check her when that is not what she said. Oh, and then he said, um, we didn't hold uh, Obama to a, pre- a higher standard. We held him to a, l- a lower standard because he was, he was black. black. What does really? that mean? Ex- what does that mean? I don't know when in history any black person anywhere has been held to a lower standard because they were black. Yeah. I feel like if anything, we got to do more tap dancing and shoe shining. Oh, for sure. And yeah, standing up straight yeah. than anybody. Can, can, we, can, can we put concepts in the toolbox? Yeah, you can put a concept. You can put in a concept there. in the toolbox. White apologies, which is like, driven by white guilt. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't believe white people are sorry when they say shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> this goes back to a tool that we had like two episodes ago, but the that couple. No, I don't think I don't yes. know if we talked about this, but the couple yes. that ran they ran through that uh it was a little black kids party. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. And the couple they we came did through talk with about like it. we talked about Confederate that. flags they and guns with, and, and stuff. guns in the in mm-hmm. the kids' faces. And then they wanted to be up in the they got sentenced like fourteen like he got sentenced fourteen years and she got sentenced six. Mm-hmm. And it was so fucked up because she was like, Oh man, like they were crying and sobbing. Yeah, because they were at, like, at their sentencing. Yeah. Well, not only that, but it was the way they phrased their apology. She was like, "Oh, you know, I'm so sorry." She said, "I'm so sorry this happened to you," yeah. as if she didn't cause it. Mm. And that's not me. Yeah. That's not him. Yeah. We don't do things like that. But you yeah. did. You mean you don't do the things we caught you yeah. on video doing? But you do do yeah, those it, things. It, it's, so you're like, sorry because you got caught and yeah. you going to jail, not because you went to a child's party cutting a monkey. Yeah. yeah. It it's uh it goes back to almost like the Paula Dean era of apologies for me. Like you say these things and you talk about, you know, how sorry you were and that's not you. The thing to me is if you are caught doing something racist, if you are in the act of 
saying something that's really messed up, um, whether it be stereotypes, biases, racist comments, don't apologize to me. Fix your behavior. Admit that you are what you said and then work on the behavior itself. Don't apologize yeah. to me. Fix, mm-hmm. Save your apology. And then, yeah, for black people, stop accepting their apologies. That whole I forgive you stuff, like, but that's I us. hate that. We are so accepting yeah. and forgiving and I'm welcoming not for- of everybody, yeah. but don't nobody want to take our black asses Yeah. In. And, you know, it's like, God bless us, because we'd be like, all right, whatever. Yeah. But... I can't wait for the day for that, for someone to say, I apologize, and someone to say, no, I do not accept your apology, you are not forgiven, sit with your guilt, fix your behavior, that's your life. Like, something. I need something else. White guilt is pretty powerful. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's... And pervasive. It's amazingly powerful. White... It's funny to look at some stories because white guilt will cause like sometimes more racist shit to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that was gonna go the way it did. Did you see the thing that happened in South Africa with the man at the? Uh, this woman was having a birthday party with her kids, and she was sitting there. It's one black woman with all these kids. They were having like a birthday party. It looked like to me like a Denny's, but you know they have their own chains or whatever. <laughs> white guy specifically <laughs> a Denny's. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> this is amazing. So the it's guy comes game. in. He said apparently there was some sort of interaction between one of the kids at the party and this white man's kid in South Africa. And again, you know, South Africa is like this perfect racism, which is like, you know, the Mexican Coca-Cola. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, the guy comes in. He's yelling at this black woman. And then he's like screaming at her, yelling at her. And then all these people have to come to her defense like, yo, homie, what is you doing? And it's so, I, you know, I think he later apologized. But it's like, no, that apology means nothing. Right, because why were you doing that in the first place? And, and you know, sort of going back to, like, Kamal and Don Tito, like, I applaud everyone that comes to defense of, of black women when they see these things happening in society. Like, I wish I would be on the subway and see some of the things that I see on, on like, YouTube, Facebook, you know, go, like, I... God will never let me. I, I pray. I say, dear Lord, please give me that opportunity. Give me this you opportunity. Like, I wish I, I did. A I, I wish you would. I wish I, I got one. <laughs> like you're not even ready for. I, I, it's like that bus driver in Cleveland. That oh my God, that uppercut that girl. Yeah. Yo, it's, I love that clip so much. Yo. It's like there's so much in me. He he wasn't hitting just her. He hit taxes. <laughs> like, there was so much in him she just happened to be the vehicle that allowed him to express Stop that trying uppercut. people yeah that's what i'm saying so when, whoever you ass. are on the train if I, it happens just know i'm not even hitting you anymore <laughs> i am hitting every video that i've seen up until you up until you uh, it's not just you that's it's kid. not that's, you it's not you just catching these hands right yeah but she was you know i don't not saying what he did was the right thing to do mm-hmm. but she tried him so bad yeah. she was so rude and she was so disrespectful Spit and sometimes yes and it's like sometimes you know what obviously your mama ain't beating your ass mm-hmm. you want to stand up you stand up to a grown-ass she, man she got taxed she <laughs> She called. She got attacked. That's the boot camp. Yeah, it's like yeah, like <laughs> you need to camp. sit your little ass down somewhere yeah. and respect your elders. Yeah. Why are you cutting a daggone fool? Yeah, this man ain't doing nothing but trying to feed his family. He been yeah. driving his bus before you was even born. Right. Like you 30, just, he's like probably been, yeah. probably hasn't been driving you since you were little. Right. Yeah. You just was was your daddy even born? You right. might have been riding around in your daddy nutsack right. when this man was driving the bus. Right, taking your daddy to work. Right, taking you're taking your daddy to work. <laughs> you were just sitting there swishing around in his nutsack, and uh-huh. now you're going to stand up in his, and spit in this man's face? Uh-huh. Yes. Child, these kids. Mm. 
Ooh. How old mm. did you just get? Just now. Uh, <laughs> I was like straight went back to 1960. Like, I was watching Hidden Figures. I was like, go on. Oh my god, I loved watching that movie in the theater. Yeah. Because every time something racist happened, the the whole audience, which was mostly white people, yeah. they were just like, oh. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, guys, this is a, a movie about black women in the 1960s. About black women in the 1960s. You fool. Every yeah. scene is going to end with a little twinge of racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Especially when it's going good. Yeah. Oh. That reminds me, I went to go see uh, I Am Not Your Negro. Oh, was that good? I really so want to see it's that. It's good. But I think it's made for white people who don't know about us. Oh, mm, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you've all the Baldwin stuff you probably read it, like the Malcolms and the you know we. This is stuff we kind of grew up with. Yeah. For white people, they're like Baldwin. He's it's a fascinating character. <laughs> Baldwin. Right. He's, it's so interesting. Baldwin. Homosexual man, sixties. Go on. Baldwin. Did you say? <laughs> yeah. Do so, tell. So what's funny is is like after I watched that movie, I realized that reaction that white people were having. So what I started doing was I have like these books um, on my phone, like these PDFs, like, uh, Eldridge Cleaver and all these other people. So what I do is I turn my airdrop on when I go into like a bar or <laughs> and I airdrop. Holy oh, oh, shit, I'm stealing that. I'm oh, stealing that. I air- you heard it right here. Yeah. I'm stealing oh, that from Oh my God. I straight up airdrop. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that is France so good. And I think about it so interesting that people leave their airdrop on and yeah. then have it on for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So I, so yeah, because my thing is I realized at that, at that movie, like, they're not gonna make a lot of the movies that sort of the information that we grew up with. Yeah. So they they're not. It'll, it'll just escape them. So I'm Even like, him. what better way than to, uh, airdrop so some secretly PDF? Airdrop. Yeah. yeah. Change a uh, change the name on your phone. Yeah. Uh, to woke. To, <laughs> to, to, change it to whatever you want. Yeah. So like when it's coming from you, it's yeah. like it's like hotel white wokeness. Wake the white wokeness. <laughs> white tears. Right. Right. Oh man. Hotepness. Uh, That's so good. That was good. That's great. I don't know. Yeah, we got what one more? We got one more. I got one more tool. One more Ooh, tool, but that yeah. was that was good. That was uh you might know her by the name uh Toyota <laughs> Lasagna. Oh, uh, I don't even know where this is going. You, you uh, might have seen her in the What's Going Down episode of That's, that's My, my Mama. mama. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tommy Lauren. Oh. Uh, wait, why is she Toyota Lasagna? <laughs> there was this, so Wale did a <laughs> like, song where he calls her, in, in the song he refers to her as Tammy. Mm-hmm. And she tweeted back at him like, hey, Wale, if you're going to diss someone on a rap record, maybe you should use their correct name. It's Tommy. And then he replied back, okay, Tammy. <laughs> and so Twitter went wild. Uh-huh. Black Twitter was like, oh my God, just don't call her by her name. Yeah, That's yeah. so great. Yeah. This is amazing. Uh, yes, he always called her Tammy. Uh, but it's amazing. Mm. For those of you who don't know about uh, Tammy Lampoon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I, I do remember this now saying it on Twitter. Okay. She is the, <laughs> she was one of the big voices from uh, Glenn Beck's show, The Blaze. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got fired because she decided that even though she doesn't really like the Negroes or the Mexicans, she is pro-choice. Uh, and the Blaze is like, we ain't having that shit. We told you no Negroes, no Mexicans, and no choice. Yeah. We told you none of those things, and you broke one of them, so now you got to go. Yeah, and, and I think the thing about uh, 
tampon Lamborghini. There we go. Can that be one? Yeah, that can be one. Right. Tampon Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I think what I relished in that moment oh. was that she doesn't understand, or maybe she does now, that the people who she was put there to serve have a very specific set of items. That they have a very specific agenda that she needs to cater to. Yep. And when you don't fit that mold, you are no longer useful to them. That's just like fucking mm. what's her name? Who who they let go of on Fox as soon as Trump won? Who's the black correspondent? Oh, oh um, uh, damn. What's her name? Black girl. Um, short hair. No, no, no. Um, uh, what a, you call it? What Dame Dashes? Yes. Oh, oh, Stacey Julio. Dash. Stacey yeah. Dash. Julio, yeah. child, she was. Mm, yeah. She they did. let her go so quick. We've been trading her ass. Well. And, and here's the thing. She's still cooning, like, for coins. Like, she can't get enough of it. That is so amazing how you got your come up by being in rap videos. <clears throat> oh, my God. I just King went Magazine. and I'm eating this fat bastardy yeah. of a, uh, what is it, cookie smashed with a brownie. But. Delicious. Mm, it's, I, and it's I'm delicious. But, yeah, now that I've plugged my brownie. <laughs> um, Shout out to the brownie. Shout you made your come up by one being Dame Dash's cousin. Mm-hmm. Who is a hip hop mogul of yeah. sorts? So we knew, we, knew, we knew you grew up ratchet. Yeah. But now, what you getting clueless? And now you uh, bad and bougie? Yeah. Can I be? Oh. Can I be completely honest? I'm mm-hmm. still smashed. I would. <laughs> no God. No no no. <laughs> no 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 no. Like uh, what's the name from? Like what's the name from Get Out? Yeah. No 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 no. I don't know who that woman is. She was so. Oh my god, I don't know who that woman is, but she deserved Oscar. Hey guys, due to a technical error, we experienced some difficulty at this part of the show, but we're going to start it right back now. Oh, uh, yeah, which right is like, eh, the lady who played the gr- the well, the grandma, the mom, not the mom, she was the grandma, we turned out to be the grandma on Get Out, that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah, we didn't know who she was, but she actually looked familiar. But and you probably need to look her up and see more about her. No, I do she, like she that that movie her. didn't have a lot of, um, you know, big names in it, and it still did so well. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the key. When and I was having a conversation about that with someone else that when you when you know who the characters are mm-hmm. and when they have sort of a name, you already start to have preconceptions about sort of where that character can go. Right. You know whether or not you think, especially when it comes to horror, like if if Denzel's in the movie. Then you're like, all right, I know he's making it to the end. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you, know, you can kind of guess what's yeah. going to happen because it's Wait, jail. Are we still talking about Get Out? <laughs> yeah. Get all right, I just came back. I had to go blow my nose because it was gross. <laughs> um, I want to talk about this one thing that I don't think we've talked about yet. Josie Samuel Jackson's statement. Oh, yeah. Daniel. Yeah. Yes. Oh, why don't I know his last name? Yes, when he talked about that it should have been an African-American character. It should it should have been an American actor playing him. Playing oh Chris. yeah, I heard. He that. He later recanted that statement. I don't care if yeah, he recanted. He, he said it in the first place. You got it. So I, to Samuel L. Jackson's defense, this is me. Def- old black men in a barbershop have thirty thousand opinions. They only mean five of them. <laughs> that, I will go with that. That's that's fine. Twitter is just like it's the Twitter shop. in no. the hands of, of a black man. You just it's uh, dangerous. It's, it's dangerous. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I see why he said it. Yeah. But when we're watching a movie, you're not thinking about that yeah. because I guess it can be assumed that he didn't have to put up with some of the stuff yeah. that he would have had to put up with as a young black man 
in America. And, and I, yeah. But as being an actor, well, you're not gonna always play parts that you can identify with. That's the part, that's the goal of being, like that's, you're a good actor when you can do that. Right, if I played a young rich brat, yeah. that's not how I grew up. Yeah. So I might have been a brat, but I want young and rich, so. If we let Tom Cruise play The Last Samurai, we can let Daniel play. But but, but again, the one like, black dude that's when, when it comes to Samuel Jackson, I, I would argue that he crystallized his progressiveness right around being 35. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so for him, it was like, all right, I'm not going to hate on gays. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you done. Know, right, you know what I mean? Right. And, that, and that was it. So now, like, what does he know about intersectionality? What does he know about, a, you know, it's like there are things that he hears about, but they're not his. He's not That's not Trump. his back. Yeah, he's right. not Trump. So to him, he's like, yeah, you let a black man play that because we're black in America. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Soul glow. I mean, like, that's it. He <laughs> 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 moves forward. So I I, I, I am not going to fault him. And and to his credit, again, he, he, came, he came back and was like, you know what? I fucked up what I said. I apologize. I mean, that's, I didn't hear about the recanting, yeah. but now that I've heard about that, I feel like... Yeah. I would, and I wasn't sour on him yeah. at all. Yeah. I would, you definitely understand where he's coming from. Yeah, I totally understand where he's coming from. Because, you know, you can, you can hear someone being like, yeah, like it, the African-American experience can be fleshed out by somebody who knows it more, and that's what you think. But as an actor, you say, no, those are those little spaces where you discover things. And like, you know, yeah. if that to me, I can only play, like you said, can I only play a black man in my such and such that grew up right. from where I grew up? No, yeah. that's not no. what acting is about. Right. Um, and I think he understood that. I think that, he, yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of black men particularly yeah. if you're English you yeah. probably know about dating white women so <laughs> can I can I say one more thing go on Essence tell them how yeah. you really feel yeah, yeah. I've said it okay. I've just said it I mean that might be something he knows about yeah he definitely uh, speaking of white women I'm, I'm just gonna let that linger <laughs> wait 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 speed of white women and let it linger do y'all watch girls Yes, I caught up on that. Can we talk about... I'm not caught up yet. I'm in the last season, okay. but I'm catching up. They do film around the corner from me, but I have yet to watch. In it. Brooklyn? It's, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's so dangerous. It's, uh... <laughs> they get a whole security. If you can get around them... Not get around. If you can learn to deal with the fact that they are awful people... Yeah. Then the show is actually really great because it's about them being awful. Awful people, yeah. So I have a show like that. I'm going to let you go with girls. I, I, I have a show, show like... Uh, Shameless. Oh, I love oh, Shameless. Jesus and the Christ. reason why I like Shameless is the reason why I couldn't watch Good Times. I'll explain. Uh, <laughs> I will, uh, uh, I'm all ears. I'm listening. Uh -huh. So Good Times for me, I felt like it was false advertising. I was like, every time I watched that show, I was like, it don't seem to be no Good Times every time I'm watching the show. It's I, not. I, it was bad it was bad, bad acting. <laughs> right. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> and so I just was, it just made me sad every time I watched it. I didn't want to see black people doing bad. So I couldn't watch it. Watching white people do bad is really entertaining. <laughs> it's really entertaining for me. Not because I want to see anyone do bad, but I like what they watching poor white people navigate the system to me is interesting. Yes, That's fair. That yeah. is fair because it's assumed that only people that are poor and do it are bad are black people. Yeah, and it's a different narrative that hasn't been told. Right, but go but go back to girls. So I I, I don't mind bad people doing things. Yeah, yeah. I just have I, I think I don't like rich white girls and hearing their stories. I oh, think you I, won't like this then. Okay, yeah. well then maybe uh, I'll watch it now. Go on. Uh, no, it's not specifically about girls. It's still back. It's still related to Get Out. <laughs> so it's false uh, advertising. They, no, it's not false advertising. It's all about boys. Uh, <laughs> Allison Williams is real good at playing a terrible white person. 
And I'm afraid she might be a terrible white person in real life. Is this the one that came or on the uh, Breakfast she, Club? Uh, she might have been know. on Breakfast. I don't know if she's she was on Breakfast Club, but she was. She's the girlfriend in Get Out. She, ah. she's very because she was like uh she was like her girl's character jacked up. Yeah, I was. This is how. This is how awful I felt. Real bad watching Get Out. And let me explain. <laughs> this is gonna be a big spoiler for anyone who hadn't seen it. So if you haven't seen it, turn it off at this point. We're gonna put a spoiler alert at the beginning, but don't worry about it because uh, you probably already heard it if you made it this far. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen it at this point, it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> I've been very good about not spoiling right. this movie. I felt bad because I held out until she until she did not pull them keys out or until she pulled the keys out of the purse. I was like. She's not really in on it. She's she's been hypnotized. Oh, you believe? Too. You're, I, a, you're I, a believer. I wanted so. I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt so hard. He found the pictures in the closet, and I was like, okay, this still doesn't lend itself to she's evil. Mm. It could be that she's hypnotized and she doesn't remember. Mm. And I was like, I was like, oh, and okay, then all right, as okay. as he kept going on, he's like, come on, where's the keys? Where's the keys? And then she broke. Yeah. And looked at him, and she's like, you know, I can't give you these keys, right? I was like, God yeah. damn. Yeah. No one was on his side the entire yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, she was lying. But but she's a very good at playing terrible white people. Look, I, I almost can hear your thoughts as a black woman looking at the black man with the white woman in the woods saying what? What, what, what are you saying? Come on, just let it out. Go ahead. Just let it out. Because I hear it. White pussy is, is not a prize. <laughs> and that is all I've had to say. No. And I've always said that. No, the so white, the white I told box is not. That in the hole one day you told what <laughs> what happened? what you, you just you straight that? threw that under the rug i told a little kid somebody kid was here like we were filming and somebody he was like a teenager he might be like 14 or 15 he would talk about him dating or whatever mess with girls i was like listen son white pussy's not a prize so this, this you, this, was he white black i mean he was a little black kid okay, okay and i say that in the sense of because did you say pussy i did Okay. Good. He's heard pussy before. Okay. He's I'm, pussy I'm curious. Yeah, he's, Not yeah. only has he heard it, he's said he's it. probably right. touched one before. But I just want to say, and when I say that, is you know nothing against white women. Love you, Hannah. No. But um, it's because it's a lot of times when black men it's what the media date sells. white women. Yeah. Um, it's. It's, seen as it's a, a lot of behind. It's like it's a status thing. There's yeah. a lot of put behind de- de- demeaning and putting down black women for the sake of defending you or dating a white woman. Yeah. Or it's like if you're dating a white woman, it's like you've you've made it. You've come up, and it's like if, date her because you like her. Which is interesting because don't date her because you feel like you, it's a status. Because thing, you yeah. could date yeah. that white woman or not. America is still gonna remind you you a nigga. You're yep. just a nigga with a white woman. Name. <laughs> so. Yeah. And, 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 and here's really the thing: cool. is a lot of yeah. white women date black men, but they ain't down for the cause. So when your black ass Rachel Dolezal all is though, but she is black. <laughs> she is a part uh, of the forgot, African I diaspora. Forgot. Oh, I forgot. Her name Wait, is what's her name? Kika, S- Sister Monshika. Um, Agama <laughs> Diallo. Um, Listen, she's West African. Okay, right. so we not talk about right. that. You're right. um, you're Nubian right. queen. She left the white cause. Yes, yeah, so we not talk about that Nubian queen. We talk about. The regular Anglos and such. Right. <laughs> Caucuses. And like they Caucus. not always down for the cause when you get hemmed up and it just it, it just irks me that and it's always the blackest, dustiest motherfuckers that got something to say about black. I'm like, well, you tell your black ass mama that. Call your black ass mama and tell, talk all that shit to her because she gave birth to you. Sure and when won't. your black ass have a baby with a white woman, you still gonna have a black ass baby. Yeah. So, so, so it's it's interesting because Jordan Peele. 
not and not just even Jordan Peele because you know you think about like sort of the movies that have come out in the last mm-hmm. year. Jordan Peele has had to had to deal with that because his wife is white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his mom uh, white too, ain't she? Um, the guy that did uh, Twelve, The Birth of a Nation. Yeah, um, Nate Parker. Nate yeah, Parker. But he said, I still love, but you know because. But but, but I, I say that all to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder sort of like where they tell these stories from, right? Because in the Nate Parker instance, he's writing about Birth of a Nation and, you know, there's that, you know, definitely like a white-black thing about the white women, you know, sort of... I mean, if you've seen the Birth of a Nation, then you know, yeah. like, sort of the white... the master's wife with the black slaves and all that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, the movie with uh, Get Out, right, the white-black situation, I wonder from where these stories come from and how they wrestle with their own <laughs> sort of I'm not call, not calling demons but like you know, do you understand know what I'm saying hang-ups yeah, yeah. yeah. I, because I, Get Out is a great movie that is like always interesting but his mother's white too right yeah his so, mother's Jordan white. Peele yeah, yeah so. oh, I didn't know that I feel like Get Out came from a place of it came from a place of <laughs> him being like hey Chelsea <laughs> we're gonna meet your parents right yeah. and then him being like that would be a funny sketch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just thought about it way too long. He's right. like, what if I made this a horror movie? Right. Oh, that would be fun. Because, yeah, because he's actually dating a white woman. Yeah. And he's probably dated other And also, Nate Parker, when you go to school, if you go, yeah. if you live in a certain place, and it's probably way more white girls than it is black girls. And so yeah. you're going to be attracted to person to person. I've seen white guys I've attracted to. They ain't Name them. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Right. I'm not naming names Brad. because some people internet famous. Anyway, <laughs> but um, but What's still, his Twitter handle? You know, like uh, at <laughs> White King. Right. Oh, <laughs> my guy. Um, I'm looking him up. Right. Yeah, I don't He's know. I hope that's nobody's real thing because <laughs> we put them on right. Well, but well, yeah, but so yeah. you know, if that's what you're around, then yeah. you're gonna you're still a uh, human. You're gonna yeah. uh, develop a attraction to the people mm-hmm. you're around yeah yeah and i feel like he he's never said he specifically said he loves he loves black women he ain't with a white woman because he wanna he despises black women that's yeah. not yeah. he's with her because obviously he actually likes her yeah. that's beautiful but regardless irregardless irregardless mm-hmm. now that's specifically specifically right he, he's still a black man mm-hmm. dating a white woman yeah and so there are things that she probably he had to explain to her. Oh, yes, he had to explain a lot. And that's like what Ali Wong said: you don't date outside your race because then you could go home and be racist together. Together, <laughs> and you don't have to explain certain oh, shit. So you guys are bringing up two things that it made me think. when you talked about uh, the sketch, like you know, oh, this could be a sketch. Yeah, and then sort of the Ali Wong comedy special. So did you? I don't know if you guys did you guys watch the Dave Chappelle? Any of those? I need yes. to. I need to watch them. Okay, so you so, need to watch them. So I, yes. I will leave it at that. But I know about. Because I saw him do some of that stuff live. Okay. So I know about half the jokes yeah. mm-hmm. uh, from what, I'm, what I've been told, but I need to watch the special. Yeah, just um, watch it. There's a, a group of guys that they have like a media um, online media page. It's called Very Smart Brothers. I one love of the, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the guys, Damon uh, Young, he, uh, he, he said he didn't like it. Um, he didn't like it. What it made me think about because Dave Chappelle, during his thing, basically said he's been watching Key and Peele do his show. For years, yeah. <laughs> yes. But he said that I understand what he's saying, uh, and I also get like this is very this is like tongue in cheek. Like I'm applauding them, but also fuck those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
it's hard to, he said, because what, from what I heard, he said a few things that were like, hey, Dave, hold on. Mm-hmm. That made people go, hey, Dave. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry, keep going. Yeah, no, I, I just, I was wondering if you saw it, because I thought it was brilliant. Um, and it's interesting because kind of like what we talked about about the Sam Jackson like you crystallize oh yeah because a lot of people took issue with his views on homosexuality on women and rape and well, you know what's so interesting I'm just we you know to, before we wrap this up people are way more sensitive and I know people get upset because of black people can joke about white people well we've been to joke all for hundreds of years we, so it's our time not, to joke not, but I noticed that if you watch like old comedy specials people said a lot of shit that people laughed at and didn't get offended about that you can't say now I mean shit uh, Kramer got up on stage what a, what two <laughs> years like, ago he's a nigger he's right. a nigger I said what well, we not talking about two years ago I'm well, talking about like why like, you like I know I'm uh, saying uh, but like, it still happens it to this still day happened, but yeah. yeah but I'm just talking about like you know, it's just so much stuff that that's offensive. You can never say that as yeah. a white man, so you can wrap that up. Um, but just anything like, I don't want to give it away. Even, you have to say it. You have to say it. But even but, even now, you can be offensive if you if you do it with the right act. Like Lucy K said, Lucy K had a monologue where he. Oh, you talked about the was it a child molester mm-hmm. like for most of the monologue and then everyone was like it was a ru- it was for SNL and like it was really well done and funny mm-hmm. I laughed most of the way through it uh, but being it, you have to be nowadays to be offensive you have to be much smarter right yeah. and, and we and we I think we talked about that uh, at the dinner we went to when it yeah, was all yeah, yeah. yeah I mean I I don't have a problem with you saying anything. But you need to be. You, it needs to be presented with a certain tact right. that shows that it's you. It's thought out. There's a strategy to it, right. and you're going somewhere. Right. 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 If, yeah. if you're being racist for being racist's sake, yeah, that's not funny. I might hit you. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you trying to reveal? Yeah. That's the yeah. thing. It should. It's supposed to reveal something, not mm. you just like standing mm. up there saying yeah. whatever the hell you want to yeah. say. Yeah. But sometimes black people are monkeys. What? Like, yeah, really? <laughs> the fuck did that rip shot come from? <laughs> That's interesting. But yeah, um, so all those tools. And, yeah. Well, this was some good stuff. Thank you guys for having me. Thank Thanks you for, for being coming. here. Victor, if people want to follow your podcast, where can and they yourself? do that? So, and yourself. Um, my handles are my name, Victor L, um, as in Lamborghini, Burt, <laughs> B as in, uh, can we do the periodic table? Yeah. Buxom, um, uh, is that bu- wait Buxom is another Buxite anyway B, <laughs> B as in Burgundy U as in Uruguay R as in Randy T, we go. <laughs> T as in Theodore the trap activist so Victor L. Burt um, on Twitter on Instagram and I have a show as well with my lovely co-host Veronica it's Victor and Veronica and that's on Facebook Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Oh, my Snapchat. Snapchat is Victor Elbert. So again, thank you guys for having me. This was awesome. I don't know if you said this. Do you you write for anyone? I do write for someone. Thank you. Um, I have some articles for Huffington Post, so I am a little bit of a writer. Um, And by that, I just mean I put things on paper. There are people that are really writers. I am just a black man with a pen. Hey, that's a dangerous (laughs) thing. It's a dangerous thing. You can... Is that is that That's it? it? Okay, cool. All right. Oh, you can follow um, me at the number one black star, the digit one, on Twitter and Instagram. 
Uh, you can follow John at the N E U E J O H N. The new John, new like the font. <laughs> I've never seen that font. Is it's it, it's it a, like, like it's a. It, it's usually attached with something. So okay. like the newest one I saw was Comic New. That's what's up. Like like yeah. Comic New. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that was your thing before. Yeah. Um, Cubicle. And you can follow the <laughs> podcast at Dollars X Pound on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. And We're on Facebook. Dollars by the Pound and SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Your mama's house. Your daddy's house. AM FM radio. Yes. And yeah. This has been another great episode of Dollars by the Pound. Bitch, sit down. Bitch, sit down.